0: This is the Nikuda Behecholah series for the Sicha in Volume 17, Kedoshim C, si, titled Keeping Order. Let's not mix things up. The Torah of God is perfect, and hence, even the order of teachings in the Torah are with reason. Concerning the order of the teachings of laws in the setup of Mishnayot by Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, known as Rebbe, in the first of the six orders of Mishnayot called Zeroim, which means seeds, in which all the laws of agriculture are discussed, there is an order of tractics in which the tractic of Peah, which means the edge in the corner of a field, comes before the tractic of Demai, which means doubtful if tithing was giving, which comes before Kelayim, which means hybrid crossing. Maimonides explains that this is based on the order of the verses in our Torah portion, in which we have first the verse, when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap all the way to the edges of the field, which is peah comes first. And then verses later, we have, quote, you shall not sow your field with two kinds of seeds, which is Kaliim. Now, why did he put after peya demai, And he, Maimonides goes on to explain, and he, Rebbe, organized after peya tractic demai and not immediately kliim, because the poor have a right in the demai, just like in the peya. So he put that close to peya, and only after that, klayim. However, this leads to the question, Why in his own Mishneh Torah does Maimonides discuss the Laws of Kelayim before the Laws of Peyer? Now while the Radvaz, Rabbi David Ibn Zimbra gives two answers, they both need deeper understanding. While the simple explanation can be that Maimonides in his Book of Laws is simply following the chronological order in which their obligations appear. Now, the laws of kleim take place when sowing the field. And once in the laws of kleim of agriculture, he already explains the other two categories of kleim, which is in mating animals and mixtures of materials in garments. While the laws of peah first apply when harvesting the field. And once in the laws of the peah, which is the gift to the poor, he already explains all other categories of gifts to the poor. Now, followed by the laws that begin only after harvest when smearing the produce, such as the teruma, the tithing, the first fruits, after which he then discusses the laws of the sabbatical and jubilee years, which take place only once in seven and in fifty years. Okay, let us take a look into the esoteric reason of why the verse and the Mishnayot follow one order, while Maimonides follows another. To understand this, we will first speak of another issue of order in a law discussed in the Mishnah. And I quote, on the first of Adar, the month of Adar, they make a public announcement about the shekels, they means the courthouse, and concerning kilayim. So first it says the shekels, the half shekels, and then about kalayim. Now here too, why do we first announce concerning the half shekels before of kalayim? When A, the half shekel only applies to men and not to women and children, while the prohibition of kalayim applies to everyone. B, kalayim is not just concerning the proactive sowing of seeds together, but even concerning the reactive not removing any growth of kalayim, while the half shekel is only a proactive law. And c. Once Kalion grows one two-hundredth, removing it only helps for the future and not for the past, while the half shekel, even when given late, still retroactively, retroactively gives the giver a part in all of the past communal sacrifices. Hence, The severity of Kalayim over that of the half shekel should give it precedence in the concerns of the Jewish court. Now, to understand this, let us see Nachmanides' deeper reasoning for the prohibition of Kalayim, and I quote, Now, the reason for the prohibition against Kalayim is that God has created in the world various species among all living things, both plants and moving creatures and he gave them a power of reproduction, enabling them to exist forever as long as he, blessed be he, will desire the existence of the world. And he further endowed them with a power to bring forth only after their kind, and that they should never be changed, as it is said with reference to all of them at the time of the creation, quote, after its kind, end quote. Thus, one who combines two different species thereby changes and defies the work of creation." End quote to Nachmanides' reasonings for the prohibition against Kalayim. Now the Zohar tells us, the Holy One, blessed be He, looked into the Torah and created the world. Hence, what exists in the world exists in the Torah. And even more so, it first exists in the Torah. And even more so, and through our service of the Torah, it happens in the world. Now, the entire reason for announcing concerning the half shekels from which the communal sacrifices were brought in the Holy Temple is because we cannot mix and buy the communal sacrifices of the upcoming year from the half shekels of the previous year. That's a mixture which is prohibited. Therefore, we must take care of not having mixtures in our tov of service, which is the communal sacrifices, and then we can tend to not having mixtures in our personal mundane assets, which is the kalayim of the field. More so, even within one's service of refinement and elevation of the sparks, one cannot confuse that which he must give to the poor and that which he must use for himself and his family in serving God. And hence, there is the law which says a person should never consecrate all of his par- property or designate it as a dedication offering. Instead, a person who distributes his money should not distribute more than a fifth, end quote, while the other four fifths is to be used in his personal service of refinement and elevation. Therefore, Maimonides first opens the last chapter of Erechen and Vecharomim as follows, quote, on the 15th of Adar, the court diverts, so that the entire nation will be prepared to give the gifts of Shekolem, end quote. And then Maimonides closes the chapter with, quote, a person who distributes his money for mitzvahs should not distribute more than a fifth, end quote. Why in this order? In order to take care that there be no mixtures in our spiritual Torah service. However, in order not to make the mistake of the evil Trufus, which he said, quote, if your God loves the poor, for what reason does he not support them himself? Quote. Therefore Maimonides now continues with all the laws of the gifts to the poor. After which he then discusses the laws of Kalayim not creating mixtures in our personal assets. Why? For just as the Holy One, blessed be He, looked into the Torah and created the world, so must we first take care of our Torah service and then our personal assets. Now, the verse and the Mishnah spur first speak of a person not mixing his service with that of a poor man's. Hence, starting with peah, which is giving away only the edge of the field to the poor, which is about mixtures in our spiritual service, and then about kalayim, which is mixtures in our personal physical assets. However, Maimonides already discussed this spiritual issue of not mixing spiritual services when he says the law giving away more than a fifth in the previous laws of the v'charamin. Hence, for Maimonides now goes first kalayim about mixtures and personal gains. Only after that, he speaks of all the gifts to the poor, starting with peah, the edge of the field, which is not about mixtures, that which we can't give away more than a fifth. Rather, now is the time to discuss what we must give away, peah, and all the other laws of gifts for the poor.